Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Freedom Podcast. Katie here with Alexis, and we are so excited to be back after a few-week break, and we have a really fun topic (laughs) this week. All about pride. So we chatted about this a couple weeks ago and um, thought it would be a good topic to dive into and humility and talking about maybe our own experience with having some issues in our own life with pride and how that has manifested itself in our own walk with God and um, just some things to be aware of. Because in our society, we, Alexis and I talked about this, just how it is pretty accepted to be prideful and self-sufficient and, um, you know, this like self-made mentality that we have in our society now and especially in um, our generation of millennials and like self-driven, self-made, self, 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 self-love, all these things. So what does the Bible actually say about pride, about self I guess you could say reliance and um, how can we um, know the truth by diving into God's word and what does the Bible say about pride, about humility and about these things and how can we um, work on this ourselves and and check our heart and make sure we are working to refine this area of our life that I think a lot of times we may struggle with and we don't necessarily accept it or realize it. Definitely. Yeah. I think, I mean, just like kind of rolling off what you were saying. Mm -hmm. Um, In this day and age, I feel like people are like, yes, be prideful because if you're prideful, (laughs) you're you're confident. Um, But I think Mm -hmm. it actually gets really, really mixed up. There's definitely a difference between like being prideful and feeling feeling uh, proud of yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Pride is, I was reading some commentaries last night and um, I read this article and it was called The Deadly Sin of Pride by Paul Mm -hmm. Sands. He's um, out of Baylor University. And he said, the characteristics of pride are vanity, conceit, and arrogance. Mm. Um, But it was cool because he described them. And he said, arrogance is a feeling of superiority that shows itself in a lofty, overbearing manner, whereas vanity needs admirers, think social media and all that stuff, and conceit needs inferiors. Arrogance needs no one. It stands clear of the crowd. The arrogant are a law unto themselves. They do not need other people to validate their self-image. Arrogance is the epitome of pride. Mm. I thought like, I never had thought about the characteristics of pride before. Um, But then when he like listed them, I was like, oh, hello, social media. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's like, it's the perfect platform for pride, really. I mean, I think about most of the things, I'd say the majority of things in my time on social media, because it's been a long time. I mean, gosh, way back to, you know, 2013 when everything was kind of ramping up and the majority of my posts and my shares have been really rooted in pride. Um, And uh, I actually looked up the definition just from like the dictionary online of pride. And it's a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own own achievements, the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated. So with my experience in the fitness industry and my just really, I I guess you could say obsession over the years with fitness, with all things, um, nutrition and training and all these Mm -hmm. things. Most of the, most of the posts that I've made are things that I've said on social media, uh, especially before I was walking with the Lord. Um, and I still struggle with it to this day for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. have been associated with my own achievements, my own desire to make myself 
look good, to look knowledgeable, to be yeah. praised for my knowledge on whatever it may be or my lifts in the gym. I mean, it, you know, the only reason I would have posted a lot of the things that I did was to get likes, to get praise, to get attention. And that is yeah. extremely prideful and extremely, um, I mean, it's just rooted in the wrong perspective and the wrong things. And so I, I think a lot of times there is this notion in our society of, well, you know, what am I supposed to do? Like yeah. hate myself? And it's like, no, 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 no. We're not, it's not, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. I think that was C.S. Lewis that said that. And so yeah. it's not so much about thinking negative things about yourself. It's how can we actually combat the lies of the world that we always need to be promoting ourselves. We always need to be um, really ramping up our achievements to make people like us, to make people mm -hmm. in awe of us. And how can we actually start thinking about ourselves less and thinking about others more? Yeah. That is humility. And that is what God calls us to do. And so um, it's a very challenging. I think this topic is is very difficult because we our sin nature does not want to be humble at all. <laughs> Myself, I'm like, think about like, what do I truly desire to do? My yeah. sinful being is to talk about what I've done, how wonderful my, the things are that I do. Even yeah. if I may be extremely insecure about it, I still want to portray it in a very positive light so other people think more highly of me. And that really is rooted in making other people's opinions of me, my God and yeah. my idol and insecurity as opposed to being secure in the Lord and humbling myself and thinking of myself less and thinking of others more. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's like, it's funny because in the Bible, they mentioned this word lofty a lot. And I was reading a bunch of verses and I was like, what, what does lofty exactly hmm, mean? Yeah. And so the definition means of imposing height. Hmm. So really like when I started reading more commentaries and stuff, it was talking about that we, it basically lofty means to place yourself above others or above God. So hmm. then it went back into like, went deeper. It was like, okay, think of the beginning of time. And the devil, who was once a angel, he wanted to be God. His pride said, I can be like God. And so basically he made the mistake of wanting to be him out of his pride. He thought mm. that he was good enough to be God and he was jealous right. essentially. Right. And so the same thing happened when you look at Adam and Eve, mm -hmm. the devil deceived Eve, making her to want to be like God because she wanted to be all knowing. That's why she took the apple because the apple was the knowledge of good and evil. And mm -hmm. the devil's like, don't you want to be like God? Don't you want to know what is good and what's evil? Like he's holding back from you. So her pride there basically has set us up to fail for the right. rest of, you know, humanity because of that essential sin of pride of wanting to be like God being lofty, trying to raise ourselves basically above God. Um, and I thought it was so interesting um, in Isaiah 2.11, it says, the haughty looks of man shall be brought low and the lofty pride of men shall be humbled and the Lord alone will be exalted in that day. And I kept just finding verses that had that word lofty, lofty, lofty. Mm -hmm. And it really just made me kind of stop and think about just really the beginning of time and that the Bible just, it uses that word so much. And when we look at society today, everyone wants to be their own God. Everyone wants to be exalted, lifted high, basically above God being lofty. And then it comes back down to that vanity, the conceit and the arrogance that's so our society is really driven by those three things, which all just comes back to pride, which is really right. interesting. Right. Yeah. And I, 
a lot of times I think in the word too, we read about just the worship of idols or these golden calves, you know, like we read yeah. about these golden figurines that people yeah. worshiped and we're like, oh my gosh, like how could they worship an idol? When in reality, human nature has not mm -hmm. changed. We're still the same sinful humans um, and we still have the sin same sin nature. It just manifests itself differently in yeah. various generations and societies and really we worship ourselves. Mm -hmm. We see our, we put ourselves on a pedestal. We're always thinking about our own interests. We're always thinking about our own this, our own that, you know, our, our work, our accomplishments, our achievements, our money, and all of these things are temporary. And that's really sobering because I think about personally how much time and effort and energy and worry and anxiety I've put into the temporary things of this world. And it really, it really shakes me. Like when you actually take a moment to think about it and how those things are rooted in my own pride and my own desire to be, quote, successful, achievement driven. Yeah. And I think that this is one thing that tends to be a bit more of a struggle for myself with a social media platform because in the past, I have been very driven to post things that will garner more likes and more yeah. attention and more money, like let's say with my business and more whatever it may be. And I think about all of those things and how they honestly, when my heart was in that place, did very little good for anyone else. It just really was stoking my ego and so that is something that I think we all have to take a moment, like if each listener takes a moment and like thinks about, hmm, okay, what is driving what I'm posting or what I'm saying or what I'm doing? Is it really out of a love for God and a love for others or is it out of a love for ourselves? Definitely. Yeah. And there there's definitely like that difference of, yeah, of being prideful and then being proud of yourself. Like you should be proud of your accomplishments, but then yes. remembering that you're mm -hmm. turning that praise, you're turning it back to God. God, uh, thank you that you gave me a body that um, is able to lift every day and right. that I compete and that I was set up, that God set up all these little pieces so that mm -hmm. I can you know, accomplish this goal because ultimately yeah. the only reason why we're successful in anything is because God is allowing that and right. given us that to go and give to the world. But humility isn't a natural response mm -hmm. for most people. And I think actually for anyone, um, you can, you know, everyone, it moves pridefully in a different way, obviously, but it's just not a normal human response. And mm -hmm. it's just everything that God says in the Bible obviously is going to go against our sin nature. So we really have to pay so much attention to the things in our life that we're prideful about. And mm -hmm. I know for me, um, we were chatting like a little bit before this, but I think like when we talk about the fitness industry and how obsessed um, you can become with yourself mm -hmm. because oh. it's all about what you look like and your appearance and um, how people view you. And then it just still goes back to those three things of arrogance, vanity, and conceit. I want people to admire me and I want to think that I'm better than other people. And then I also don't need anyone else. Even if they don't accept me, I don't need you either. And like, you can right. hit all those points <laughs> right there. And I was just thinking, I'm like, oh yeah, like that it's so easy to do. And mm -hmm. it's funny because growing up like fun little story, but 
growing up, me and my brother were very, very athletic and we um, did very well in sports. Um, But my dad was very big on being humble, um, almost to a point where it kind of seemed like it was a fault because Mm -hmm. I didn't like people telling me good job after a game or you made this many threes or seeing myself in the paper or like any of those things. It actually was like, it was a little bit embarrassing for me because mm. my dad was always pushing us to be very humble, to never um, make yourself feel better about the team that lost or, you know, like obviously he wanted us to be proud of ourselves, but he always was very He put a big focus on us being humble, even when we're winning, even when we're maybe better at other things than people. So I actually like in the sports realm, when I was like in basketball and all that stuff and track, I had to really, um, you know, I I battled with being very, very good, but Mm -hmm. also like allowing people to like be like, oh, good job. But just remembering where am I turning that praise towards? It's not about me. So that's like the true spirit of humility. I think remembering that you're turning that praise back to God. You're turning that, oh, yes, I'm talented because God made me talented. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, it's okay. Like I said, it's okay to be proud of yourself and self-respect is definitely it's it's more so self-respect goes with virtue and pride goes with superiority so there's like a there's a difference there yeah yeah and it's not self self deprivation deprivation. yeah say that five times um you know it's not like cutting yourself down and because in in you think of actually this is something for everyone to kind of chew on and think about really the the root of anxiety and like you know worrying about how you look or like thinking low of yourself like no one's gonna like me and yeah you know, going through those insecure times and I know when I'm most insecure I'm most prideful because I'm thinking about myself all the time yeah so it's that's not you know we're not saying think less of yourself because actually that is um not what God wants us to do He doesn't want us yeah. to he says that we're fearfully and wonderfully made and we're knit in our mother's womb and he created us in his image. So we're not meant to be, you know, it's not a call to um, just like anything that has to do with fitness or body (laughs) image or, you know, like anything is bad. It's like, no, 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 no. That's like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Like we're not called to be extreme. And I think you know, I've seen this in a lot of, um, quote, religious circles too. And in, in my life, it's like, there almost then is that tendency to go to the other extreme where it's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, thinking less of ourselves and thinking yeah. like negative things about ourselves when yeah. in reality, I apologize, there's dogs barking in the background, um, real life podcast here. Um, but you know, if we're thinking less of ourselves continually, that is a selfish perspective and we're actually um then just embodying the same pride but just in a different manner. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that insecurity, I really think that arrogance stems from an insecurity as well. Like and that pridefulness that we're feeling, we're trying to fill that hole. And we talk about this a lot. Like we always are trying to fill that hole with something else. And may that be pride or um, just, you know, like negative self-talk, like God also wants us because we're created in God's image. God sees us very, very highly. He sees us actually above angels. So like we do have a sense of pride, but it has to be rooted in God. And I think that, um, yeah, I think that's just like so important to think about. And I think for me, more so being prideful um, 
for me came in a sense of, um, I have a really hard time asking for help. Mm. Like I think that I can do everything Same. myself. And Same. I, yeah, and it's like, I, my thought behind it, which I, now I was thinking about it a little bit last night. And my thought behind it was, well, I just don't want to inconvenience anyone, mm. but I think it was less of, I don't want to inconvenience anyone to where I can manage this all by myself because mm. I am strong enough to do this by myself or whatever it may be. And, um, still something that I like work through definitely just asking for help. And it could be like even the simplest things, but I just, because I'm such an independent person asking for help, even from God at times has been difficult um, for me just because I, yeah, you just want to think that you can do everything yourself and you can't like, it's just not, it's not possible. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, exactly. And I think that's something we're very similar in a lot of ways. And I think (laughs) that's something that I've struggled with. Like actually, this is just side note. We were having a conversation before we started recording and um, I was just talking about like how I've just been just having some things um, that I've been dealing with lately. And one of the results of that is, is not checking in with my coach like I should. And it honestly comes from, it really does come down to pride to, yeah. to be honest, because I'm thinking, I can handle this on my own. I don't need, like, I'm ashamed of my need for maybe some support or or some help um, in that regard. And it tends to be like, if I'm going through something or like going through just kind of a season of um, just more stress and that sort of thing, like I tend to just like close in and not reach out to other people for help Mm -hmm. or prayers or whatever it may be. When in reality, I'm basically saying like, I don't need anyone, which yeah. is not humble. Um, because if I was really embodying humility, I would be saying, you know what, I actually do need some help because mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not God and I'm not all knowing. I'm not all like, ach- like I can't achieve everything on my in my own strength. And so relying on other people actually is a part of being the body of Christ. And so um, we were just talking about that prior to recording. And I was just saying like, yeah, I need to, like, I'm sending a check into my coach today. And I'm like, I have just like, when I am, am battling something that maybe is rooted in pride, I tend to just like go in and inward. And so if you're experiencing that yourself, like take a moment to think about what is the root of that? And is there someone that you can reach out to for help? Or do you need to be praying more? Or do you need to maybe seek a counselor or um, someone uh, who can help you through this? And obviously going to God as well, but also the body of Christ. Like we're not meant to live life isolated. And this notion, this kind of goes into the, you know, like self-made, self- uh, reliant mentality in just our society in general. And there's hard work. We're not saying you should not work hard. It, we we yeah. are called in the Bible to utilize our gifts and our abilities and our, um, our, our hard work to glorify God and also to be a good steward of what God has given us. We're not called to be lazy. Actually, laziness is a sin. <laughs> so, you know, we're not saying that, but at the same time, like we are the body of Christ and we're called to help one another and a body is not functioning without all its parts. Right. Yeah. And so if we think about just trying to be one part and be sufficient on our own, it's impossible. So we need to be relying on other people, no matter how difficult that may be for us, if we 
tend to say, oh, well, I, you know, can do this all on my own and I'm mm-hmm. enough by myself. Actually, we're not. So, yeah. you know, we have to think about what the root, of, the root of that thought process is. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, the support is like, it's the biggest thing. I don't think you necessarily need like a ton of people. I know for yeah. myself, I have like, you know, I have like you and the yeah. one or two other friends that I'll share right. some of my deepest, you know, um, struggles or whatever with just because I am a very, um, I, I do tend to keep things to myself. I do have a yeah. hard time sharing things. So when I do have a support system like you and some of the other friends that I know will give me godly feedback and godly advice, um, it's really different. Oh, so different. Yeah. 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 And it's funny because, oh, oh, sorry, Um, like my relationship with God, like when I'm going through certain things and struggling with um, just certain uh, sins or thoughts or whatever it may be, um, it's funny because even I I can be even prideful in, in that sense of where I'm trying to fix myself versus allowing right. God to, to change me. And we, like, we've talked about this before. like, ultimately you can't really change yourself mm-hmm. um, when it comes mm-hmm. down to battling the, our, our sin nature. We don't have the ability by ourselves to change ourselves. So it really is that surrendering, which is often easier said than done. Um, but it's just continually to just meet God and, and, and invite him into every little aspect. And that's something I still deal, deal with, um, you know, day after day of like every aspect of my life needs to be mm-hmm. about God. I need to be, um, I can't remember what it was that I read, but it was like you, every breath, every inhale and exhale should be, um, a, a, a sign of worship and a sign mm-hmm. of just, um, turning your life over to Christ. And it really convicted me when I read that because I'm like, wow, in every part and every aspect of my life, am I giving that to God or am I looking Mm -hmm. for myself to, um, find completeness or to, um, just if I'm feeling like lonely or something like that, am I seeking others to fill that void? Like Mm -hmm. how am I taking God out of, um, certain aspects of my life? And that's something that my pride will, go and turn to, I mean, I've talked about this before, like vacations or hanging out with friends or whatever it may be versus the time that I actually need when I do feel the most content is when Mm. I'm spending time with God and asking him to change me and to actually transform me. And it's, it's a process. It's not something that's just going to be done overnight. Um, but the more that you seek God and the more that you try to become Christ-like he does honor that and he sees you putting in the effort. And so his Holy spirit can come in and actually change you. You can't do it by yourself. Right. Right. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think too, there can be things that we turn to that maybe are looked at, look to as positive, like you said, vacations or, you know, hanging out with friends and not that these yeah. things are bad, but a lot of times we can be distracting from what we yeah. actually need to do yeah. and just seeking kind of that like short-term, um, whatever it may be, pleasure or distraction. And for myself, it tends to be like just really honing in on some sort of a discipline yeah. and that tends to distract me from what I maybe actually need to do. So whether it be diving into a contest prep or, you know, so that's why, you know, just personal note, I've been so wary about diving into any sort of athletic endeavor here in the past like three years or so because in the past it has been a tendency for me to turn to that when I need to 
be turning to God because it just yeah. allows me to feel this sense of control, yeah. um, and a sense of like, okay, this is something I'm doing. And, mm-hmm. you know, all of these things, disciplines are good. And, yeah. you know, uh, the disciplines that we're called to do, whether it be reading the Bible, um, you know, studying scripture, praying, like these are all disciplines that we're called to be doing. But yeah. I think a lot of times we idolize those things as like, what is going to give us that security? Like if we're idolizing the thing instead of actually worshiping the creator and God. And so for me, it tends to be like this hyper-focus on the disciplines to make me feel better about what I'm doing because I'm checking off boxes. And we touched on this, um, just a plug for one of our episodes talking about religion versus relationship and talking about like how it's actually easier. And also we talked about this in our heaven episode, um, which by the way, my boyfriend Jake said was our best episode yet. So that was such a good one. Yeah. Make sure you guys check that out if you haven't. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was he listened to it and he's like, "You guys killed it!" Like, oh, oh, that's so awesome. I know, I know. It's so, and we love hearing feedback too from our yes. listeners, and we appreciate all of you guys so much. And this truly has been like so life giving doing this together. Because now has it been about a year that we've been doing? Yeah, that? yeah. It's yeah. been a year. I meant to mention that um, on our social, and I totally forgot. But yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I can't even remember when that, what was it, June last year? We'll have to have a special um, like one year episode. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll actually go back and look because I know you were on the show before you actually started like hosting yeah. the show too. Yeah. So I think I've mixed those up, but I think I want to say June was like our official yeah. relaunch of the right. podcast. Right, right. Which is exciting. And it's just been such a blessing. And um, yeah, we have enjoyed this so much, but, and it's just been so life-giving and we truly do appreciate like all the reviews and all the comments and um, the feedback and everything. But um, just going back to what we were talking about on what I was talking about, kind of, it's easier to have this almost checklist mentality. And we talked about that on our last episode, instead of actually thinking about where is our heart and who are we seeking? Are we seeking the disciplines themselves? Are we actually seeking God? And are we trying to mask hurt with some sort of other um, focus or obsession that maybe we don't want to admit or don't want to even take the time to think about? Because if you look at the root of a lot of, you know, just addictions or tendencies that, you know, sinful tendencies, a lot of it stems from a sin issue of trying to mask something with the wrong, it's the wrong outlet. We're trying to mask some sort of hurt, some sort Mm -hmm. of heart issue with that addiction, with that sin when we, and it's just, we all have some sort of an addiction. (laughs) We all do. And um, what are we seeking to? Are we, are we looking to social media, the world, approval, people's opinions, people's praise, or are we actually going to the source of life, our creator who created this incredible earth? Oh my goodness. Like every time I go outside, if you just take a moment and think about like, yeah, man, this earth is so beautiful and how he created us and our, just the relationships we have, the opportunity we have every single day. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. So No, definitely. And just, I feel like even that alone, like going outside and looking around, like should truly humble you because look, like, look at how, I mean, the world is very imperfect because of people, but look at, um, creation and look at just, you know, how the sun rises and falls, like all of the systems in the world, like this was created by a perfect creator. Mm -hmm. And 
all the praise and all the glory always has to be turned back to um, back to God. And mm-hmm. it's just, I think it's so important for people to um, to make sure that they are having that posture of humility. Because I honestly think that that stands out the most when I know that someone's a Christian or not. Yeah. Um, it's their humility. I think that a lot of people in the world are like, "Oh, this person's really confident," or "This person's really prideful." <laughs> um, right. And and for me, I'm always like, oh, that's like such a big sense of, um, or, or I see such a a, a focus of um, self in that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, well, how can you be separate from the world without saying, yeah, I'm a Christian, yeah, I'm a Christian, okay, well, having this posture of humility and mm-hmm. always turning the praise back to God, and people do notice it. Um, people know when you are set apart and you don't have to say, yes, I am a Christian. Um, I mean, not that that's a bad thing to say, but I'm just saying like, it's more than just saying the words it's living in this state of humility and constantly turning back to God. And, um, I really commend my parents for, having such a big focus, even like I was saying with the whole sports thing growing Mm. up, my, my dad was always constantly, yes, he praised us, but Mm. he always was like, you know, like God gave you this talent. God gave you this um, athletic ability. And that was something he really beat into us. And me and my brother, we joke about it all the time. We're like, we're like, dad, you made us too humble where we were just like, Oh no, don't give us attention. But it was, he wanted our souls to develop in that sense of um, making sure that we're moving and having this posture of humility in whatever accomplishments, because he knew that we would accomplish what, like whatever we set our minds to, he didn't have that doubt because we have a, uh, just a high drive for success, but he Mm. always wanted us to bring it back to humility, being humble and being approachable. People who are humble are approachable. People who are arrogant and prideful are not. You do feel Mm. separate and self-isolated from the people that are arrogant. Um, and I'm sure if you think of the word arrogant or prideful, there's probably someone who comes to your mind that you think Mm. the right way, um, because you know how you feel around them. And it is very, very isolating. Um, Mm. and I was reading, um, there was this quote from uh, C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity, and he said, pride leads, leads to every other vice. It is the complete anti-state mm. of mind. It is pride which has been the chief cause of misery in every nation, every family since the world began. And I was like, yeah, that's very true. Kind of starting to think back about um, the devil wanting to be God, Eve wanting to be, um, you know, uh, equal to God. Um, and it all started, you know, it all started there in heaven with um, the devil and how, well, he was once, you know, once an angel, now the devil. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was, I thought that was really interesting. Oh, super interesting. Yeah. And I think we look at the definition of love too in the Bible and this is first Corinthians 13, four, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. So how can we be truly loving to someone else if we're prideful? We really can't yeah. because it's, it does not fit the definition of love. Yeah. And so if we're thinking about, okay, how can I, how can I be a loving person? And we have to really be ruthless with the, um, elimination of pride in our relationships with other people. And it's very difficult and it's a day-by-day process, but that should be one of our focuses in loving others appropriately. It should not be out of a pride mentality and we should be exemplifying the fruit of the spirit. And like you said, you know, uh, the person that is humble, you want to be around them. 
it's it's yeah. it's so like enticing. It's like, oh, yeah. I love being around them because they don't, you know, they're not braggadocious. They're not yeah. um, always trying to elevate themselves. And like, I even think about that. Like you just said, um, just as you were talking about that, I was thinking about my own life. I was like, yeah, that is so true. The yeah. people that I want to be around are not prideful or not yeah. um, boasting about their accomplishments and trying to elevate themselves. They're humble and they're kind and they're loving. And yeah. that is truly what led me to Christ, like kind of this, I grew up in a Christian home and everything, but I, I did not go to church for several years in my twenties and I was not reading the Bible. I was not doing anything. Um, I was not praying, but what led me back were some of my friends who really exemplified a humble spirit and they invited me to church and they just were so loving and so gracious. And I remember that was so attractive to me because I thought, Wow, these people are amazing. I want to be yeah. like them. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very attractive. And and God knew that. He or Jesus, when he came to the earth, he was humble. He was not an attractive mm-hmm. person. He didn't come from an yeah. elite family. Like mm-hmm. he was the most technically oh, like lowest of low. You know, he 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 was humble and it was but people, thousands were drawn to him, you know. So I think it's just I mean, ultimately, we're always supposed to be Christ-like, and we're always supposed to be chasing after being more like Christ. And that spirit of humility is really, I think, at the root of it. Um, it's funny. We're talking about pride, but really, it comes back to just being humble. And um, yeah, I think it's it's so important. And yeah, I don't know. Those are my those are my thoughts on that. No, no this, is a, yeah, this is a great episode and just something to think about for our listeners in their own life. Where can you be eradicating pride yeah. and reflect upon that and think about someone in your life that you respect, that you look up to and their humbleness and, and think about how that affected maybe your own life and how you can exemplify that humble spirit to other people and really be growing the kingdom through that. Yeah. Amen. I love that. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. This is episode 20. We've done 20 episodes. That's insane. That's crazy. Uh, I know. We appreciate you guys so much. Make sure you share this with a friend. Leave us a review if you haven't yet. We love you guys and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye.